Session 31, The Road and the Calling Sands. So you've crossed over this bridge into the wilds of Malkaria. Still a good amount of day left for travel. You are, I would imagine, crossing this little fort in the river right here and heading out towards Valrod Forest. Yes. So, we shall roll the wild land in South Fire Gypsies and Ravon to see giants. Valor Forest. So, we're gypsies and giants? Giants first? Well, no. They, Ravog is the city of giants, and Ravog is also where the Sapphire Gypsies live. Well, they're currently there. Well, oh. they're currently in Ravog. No, Saffrax and his. Saffrax and the boys are. So just have an orgy in a Prius. You have a steed. You have a steed. Yeet. Mm-hmm. Yeet. And now you have a steed. Mm-hmm. Yeet. Steed. We could just do- double up and cut our. I was gonna say there's plenty of time to double down. No. Only I can ride on Jimothy. Well, you can oh. fly, Jimothy. So. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you steal that name? Hmm? Were you there? For what? Dude, he said Jimothy, not Chuck. Oh, Chuckathy. But they reminded me of Chuckathy. He's reminded me of Chuckathy. Chuckathy! That means something else. Oh, I didn't know that. I hate this. Everybody place. might as well just have a seat. I hate this thing so much. I'm going to go out for a stop. cigarette. <laughs> That's cocked. You gotta roll it again. <laughs> oh, it's cocked. It is cocked. What? It's not cocked. It, it can't be. Cocked. It literally cannot be cocked. It was cocked. Like it was between. Not a joke. It was, it was cocked. You just spun that as hard as you could. You you it's get. it's a circular D one hundred. It's not even changing the numbers. It's not changing the number. It's not. It's it didn't change numbers. You kept it on fifty four. Okay. Zach, fifty four deals. Use these. No. Use these. You spent a lot of money on that. Can we? Oh wow! Look at that. Eighty-one. Did you just want to put out Oh wow! Look at that. Apparently. So, through this open terrain, what is what is not too what is not too wooded or too difficult to traverse, you don't have any uh, unexpected visitors on your journey, and the terrain is very easy to cross so you actually gain a day of travel oh, oh fantastic yeah. you keep it five days right yep this is the same day we woke up this is Valinor's birthday so did you take that did you factor that in mm-hmm. okay 
I'm gonna essentially just this is the 27th, the 28th is gonna be extra. So we are taking a long rest in between, right? Uh, yes. I'm just gonna swap sending back out of my spell list. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, we're gonna speed through this a little bit considering it's 20 something days. Mm-hmm. I just it'll be 11 after. now that we're on steeds. Are we doubling up? Are we doubling I'm up? Double. I guess. Alright, I'm getting the Pegasus. <laughs> so it'll, it would be a You are gonna need to put lighter people with heavier people. Meryl? Um. I think we're all pretty light, other than the paladin. I spend half the day discussing possible <coughs> armor configurations for the warg. <laughs> I interestedly listen. So we did have 11, now we have 10. That's kind of... See? No, it's 11 again, because Meryl had phone. to explain the intricacies of 97. 97. I think I know what that is. Story time. Negative. Oh. Uh-huh. That's a hundred, right? Uh, nothing of note happens to the party as they enjoy a day of uninterrupted travel. So that's the dope whole day. <coughs> We're not gonna do all if it's so it's if it's eleven. Then it was ten because we gained a day on that. On day yeah. One. So now we're now we're on day. Nine. We're gonna skip two days. <coughs> okay. For wildland encounters. <coughs> full day, full day, full day. So what day of travel are we on now? Four. Yep. Big call. <laughs> it's because it's a phone. Seven. Seven. Looks like Seven. it's where I want it to be. Fourteen team. Fourteen. Yay, combat encounter. So this is day five. This is day five. Okay. I'm here for a combat Out of ten. encounter. Fifty-five. Yeah. Are you really though? Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. So, at some point during the fifth day of travel, you do encounter several humanoids, we'll say six, sitting by a tree. As you approach, they all rise, and you can see plainly that these individuals are a hodgepodge of humans, half-orcs. And they're all dressed in fairly rough attire, all of them wearing swords on their hips. They look at the lot of you, and as you approach, one of them, the biggest one, steps up and introduces himself, or not really introduces himself, but he speaks to you. And he says, Hello, travelers. Hello. Hello. Hi. He says to the people riding a ward. A fucking Pegasus. <laughs> a celestial Pegasus. A celestial Pegasus and a horse. A very big menacing black horse. Looks at all of you, looks at the stature of your group, and uh, the fact that he has six, and you guys have six, it would appear. And he says, If you wouldn't be so kind as to hand over your valuables, so that there's no unnecessary roughness. And we can part our way. <laughs> How far away? I pipe up. I pipe up. How far away are we, please? Remember, if they yield. They're, he's probably not ten feet away from you, but the rest of them are waiting by the tree. <laughs> Just ask if he yields. Well, yield now, before this turns ugly. Yes. Nicholas Kai's massive gesture. <laughs> 
Well, do you want to see if this works first? No. Do you want to hold on to it? <laughs> yes. Do you, do you yes. want to? If, if things start to go south, Nicholas cast Master. All right. Gesture. Make an intimidation check. I'm going to say with advantage. I'll let Mathanax do his thing. Thanks. We all just slightly puff up. The Pegasus also puffs up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> 21 on intimidation. 21? So probably nothing shy of a natural 20. That's 13. So he looks at you and he says, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kind of looks at everyone, just kind of like moves his tongue around in his mouth a little bit, just sizing everyone up. And he goes, uh, It's easier ways to get gold. Just turns and walks towards his buddy. Good. I would like to pipe up from behind one uh, uh, volvo on the war horse and say, uh, "Sir, excuse me." Does he turn around? Does mm-hmm. he turn around? Um, would you mind surrendering all your value? <laughs> <laughs> uh, my thoughts exactly, my friend. <laughs> I don't think that doesn't that sound that doesn't sound say. very more. That's true. I would like to, I would like to back this it up. It seems like a just fine for you <laughs> stopping us, <laughs> demanding that we surrender our. I, I would like to back this up. It's up to you. Remember, you I would, I'm true smiling here. Not it, you. It's, it's, I said it out loud, and I'm, you know, just kind of gauging reaction here. But With her backing you, you up, make an intimidation check With or a persuasion check. I prefer intimidation. How about safely? Uh, With advantage. <laughs> sure. Yeah, she's backing you up. All right. Twenty-one. <laughs> well. Please let us just nonchalantly among these people. Seven. <laughs> looks at you looks at his group looks back at you is he flipping a knife? Is he flipping a knife? just takes a, takes a coin pouch off of his back I was kidding, I was kidding I wasn't <laughs> right. taps the coin pouch at you Can I count how much is in there? Six gold. Six gold. Six gold, ten silver. Meryl and I are still. We're, we have carried on. Okay. If the road is clear. Just looks at you and he says, I'm a piece of shit. I'm not stupid. <laughs> Walks back over to the tree. I just kind of quietly said to you, ask him for his shoes. <laughs> Nicholas like perks up and it's like, shoes. <laughs> you have any gnomish ones? <laughs> Uh, so we depart. The road's yes. clear. Yes. All right. All right. <laughs> was so that like a level five. one banditing? We're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna skip two days. Alrighty. Where did my? There it is. Where did that go? So we're on day seven. <clears throat> five. No, we'll be on. If we, if that was five, and we skipped two. We'll be on eight. Okay. We meet the more bandits. I'll cast the massive guest. While we're walking, yeah. I just like, do you want a gold coin? Do you want a gold piece? <laughs> No, it doesn't because it's cocked. That works. There we go. Does anyone in the group want a gold piece? Sure. I think you can. Whoa! Yeah. A gold piece. Come on. Tell me it's his brother. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll tell you what's going to happen. Oh, no. Yeah. It just says you encounter. This is a hilarious day. 48. Huh? Encounter. And 48 of them? 
So it doesn't say that they fight them. So here's what we're going to do. So, as the eighth day of travel, uh, it's, we'll say, towards the evening before you stumble across a familiar face. This monstrously tall, like, not gargantuan, but certainly taller than any of you. Very heavy set, very uh, tattered clothes ogre. <gasps> oh, oh, what was his oh, name? God. I don't think you ever actually yeah, had to get out of the name. Revis told us what yeah. we were at the dudes. But he is, he is carrying a familiar spiked club. And you can see that down by his side, he has a deer that is tied like kind of by the haunch and by the neck that's dead. And he's kind of wearing it. It's like a saddlebag. Or not a saddlebag, but a satchel. And he just kind of looks at all of you as he just stumbles out of the woods and literally just like looks up. I just like to twiddle my Yield. fingers. Yield now before things get ugly. <laughs> he just looks at all of you for a second and then he just... You know, can I cast command? Oh, hold on one second. <laughs> before you do that, okay. he says, Are you not following me? That's a nice deer you got. No. Yes. <laughs> Maybe. I just you got You want to share that deer? <laughs> you killed it that by yourself. Self in confusion. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> Thanks. What's your name? Frogram. Frogram. Yeah. You're not into helping slavers anymore, are you? No. Good. Ask him where Revis is. Hey, where's Revis? Where do the sons of Salazar live? Which one's Revis? The one with the uh, the, the snake, the bite noodles on his hands. <laughs> Uh, he should still be at the hideout. No, he ran. <coughs> we found him, and he ran away. I don't know where he is. Do you know where his friends are? Like, where his friends gather? More bite noodles. Yeah. Where all the bite noodles gather? The snaky folks. Yeah. Yeah. No, I've only seen a couple of them besides Revis. Mm. Do you know anybody in Ravog? No. Oh. <laughs> well, enjoy your deer. Nicholas cast polymorph. <laughs> oh. On the deer. On the deer. No, he no, can't be dead. dead. No. On him? Yeah. Okay, so what's the save? Wisdom. Oh, oh, oh poor God. He's not going to make only it. For You're sweeping the leg there, all right? Does he drop? Wait, if he drops the deer, though. Oh my god. I'm gonna put it in the back of the That big slow bastard probably had to hide Well, I think that everything is that is being worn probably morphs with him. Oh, he's wearing a deer? Yeah, it's worn or carried. Worn or carried. You don't know if there's anything in it. Um, 15. Nope, fails. Okay, what do you probably morph him into? Chicken. So, literally, just Nicholas raises his hand after this. Dialogue is essentially concluded. Nicholas just politely strolls up, raises his hand, and you see as the form of Frogram the ogre shifts into a very gross-looking chicken. <laughs> <laughs> what happens if I put a live chicken in the bag of holding? Oh, then it dies. Oh. Uh, for the record, if you if his hit points drop to zero as a chicken, he transforms back with full hit points. Oh, yeah, but he's gonna be in the bag of holding. And there's limited air supply in there. So what happens is... Can look, someone with the divine moral diamond stop this? I don't advocate I'm not already doing putting it. him in the back. I'm not doing have, it. I'm just have, contemplating it. Um, Mr. Scruffles is going forward. Gotcha. 
So there's just this chicken right in front of all of you, and it's just looking very confused, and it just kind of looks up and goes, Bugawk! I break half a ration and just throw it at the chicken. Yeah, there you go. Brain troubles. Program. Yeah, so you continue? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And so after an hour, he turns back. Yeah. That thing is going to be traumatized. <laughs> so, Philip. He might You've be smarter. really made an enemy now. He might be smarter now. Some birds have a really good intelligence or wisdom. 17. He never would have passed. He just had zero. No, he had negatives. All right, so you continue on your journey. We'll say we skip two days. Again. That's 10. We're just moving right along. That's 10. Well, I don't want the entire session to be wild. We're also yep. moving twice as fast with horses. Yeah. Nine, uh, the next two days we skip them, then on the 10th day we'll be arriving. Yeah. The 10th day we'll be arriving? I thought it was 11. It was we got a day. It was we 11. Gained a day. We gained a day from your first uh, um, B100 roll. Yeah, so. Okay, well, that's there. fine with me. Okay, so. Let's go back with that. That was enough entertainment to get out of the wild land encounters. <laughs> Can I say that I worked on a project all the way? Yep. Okay. You want to go ahead and do those? Yes. Can we do those? Uh, is it a possibility that it will get you there? Yes. <laughs> Fuck. This <sighs> babies. Quickly. Sorry. Advantage. Because you have a tool. 28. Two days of construction. I, all I need is 10. Or actually, I need 14. I need 14. <clears throat> Damn. 13. One day of construction. Natural 20. 20. Oh, three days of construction. One, two, three. Twenty-seven. Two days of construction. Twenty-three. Two days of construction. That's ten. How many days do you have left? I, that was... Damn. Oh, my God. One, two... One... First day was two. Mm-hmm. Second day was one. Mm-hmm. Third, Third day, day was, was three. Natural 20. So that was six. And then days four oh, and five were two each. Were two each. So, so you're on five. I'm on five. No, you're, you're beginning day number six. This one's going to be day six. six. Yep. <clears throat> day number six is a 22. Two days of construction. <coughs> day number seven is a 16. That is one day of construction. Day number seven is 25. Two days of construction. Ding, 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 ding. Ding, ding. That's 15. He be done. Perfect. I did it! What did you bid? Good I'll let you know later! <laughs> You're very excited today. I, just, I literally just have like a bunch of scrolls, like stacks of scrolls, like piled up on top of each other, and like a yeah. bunch of them underneath my arm, and I'm like. Mr. Scrovels is, is quite wide. You can, you can spread some of those out. It's <laughs> it's done. <coughs> What's done? I guess it's not done till I actually build it. Oh. You finished oh. something back there. It's it's designed <laughs> and uh, you know uh, concept proven, but I just need to build it. So I need to get somewhere where I can build it, like at Zana. Don't you have an anvil? Not gonna do. It. Trust me. I'm riding on the back I, of a horse. We're building something all this time. I just need to get back to Zana or Daria and 
and you get that, that started. It won't take nearly as long as it took me to design this thing. So, having completed your long-awaited <coughs> project, not near the conclusion of this journey, but with several days to go over your notes and look at the blueprints and everything, you eventually arrive at the city of Ravog. So, the first thing that you would notice as all of you begin to approach on horse warg Pegasus back <laughs> is... Well, let me just go ahead with the actual description. Yeah, I'm going to go with the actual description. City of Rabog. So the day we met Frogram is also the day you completed this. <laughs> Just throwing that out there. Quite an eventful day. Okay. <laughs> not, not what I'll remember it for, trust me. <laughs> Alright, so. <clears throat> as you approach the city. There's two things that catch your attention. One of which is the massive giant humanoid approaching you in what appears to be relatively armored traveling clothes, clutching, or not clutching, but holding onto the pommel of this monstrous sword on his hip. In his left hand are the leads to two gargantuan mammoths loaded for bear. So, you can see this approaching you, leaving Ravog in the opposite direction, this loud, like, boom, boom, just thunderous steps of this giant who shows no hostility towards any of you. But off in the distance are the gray slate stone walls of a fortress that is so immense, it's a dollhouse in reverse. Oh, it's a giant fortress. We are the dolls. Yes. Oh. Mm. And these massive, unforgiving stone walls, slate gray with the slight overcast of the day, definitely give you an aura of impregnability, of uh, unconquerable <laughs> stone. But you approach the city and nestled just outside of the city's walls are numerous colorful and vibrant caravans or uh, wagons among the wagons you can see several different types of people all dressed in these colorful and exotic clothes some of them maybe even off in the distance you could see that there's one individual practicing juggling Maybe occasionally a plume of fire as a fire breather pops off a large billow of flame. But that's outside of the city of Ravog. I would like to take out the note <clears throat> and reference it. And if I may, can I take a picture of the note? The note. That's at, uh, delivered by... Um, Telrex. Telrex. I can send it to you in Discord later. Um, or I can let you read it again. I was just going to take a picture of the note. Yeah, but then you might get other stuff. Oh, Okay. I could not get the other side. I'm can mainly you, looking for the picture of the 
Well, I mean, it doesn't matter that much. Yeah, I was going to say, what do you need? Sapphire. Uh, so, oh, I need name, the name of the person specifically we were here to. Ringo the Insatiable. Ringo the Insatiable. Let me write that down. And he is of the Sapphire Gypsies. And you are there to ask him to join Sapphire's cause. And it did say he was in the city, right? An insatiable Ringo and an impregnable fortress. This is oddly sexual. <laughs> Can you spell that name for me? Which one? Insatiable? No. Ringo? Is it Ringo like Ringo yes. like Star? Okay. The drummer. If he so can be called. He was a drummer. He just wasn't. Just not a good one. Why our fan base? <laughs> Alright. I'd like to approach the most interesting looking person there. So you're approaching the caravan and not Ravog? Yeah. Okay. So as the fire, giant. The fire breather specifically. Okay. As the giant passes you, there is literally no notice from this giant. He is, again, wearing fairly armored traveling clothes with this, I mean, a sword that is at least as tall as Rathanax. <laughs> Whoa. On his hip. Yes. Jeez. Have I seen a giant before? I don't know. Have you? I don't think Unless there's any in Albron. There are tribes of giants up on the top of the Legacy Mountains, but unless you find them, they don't come down. I probably wouldn't have seen them. So in that case, it is your first time seeing a giant. So, if you're not going to interact with him, you pass right by that giant, you approach this colorful and vibrant caravan, which is odd, standing out against these slate gray walls, and the overcast of the day is just this violent pop of color in your eyes. But you approach the fire breather. Uh, politely wait just a moment for them to you know, breathe their fire. Okay, so the fire breather appears to be a human male, fairly young, uh, but you can see that much of his very colorful clothing is singed. Um, Naturally. And he just kind of stops what he's doing and looks at you. Pardon me, sir. Does he approach or does he No, he just looks like... at you. Uh, looking for someone in the Sapphire Gypsies. Well, you found one. Ah, perfect. Are you Ringo? No, Blue Tiefling. Yes. I'm looking for Ringo the Insatiable. Oh, you're you're looking for Ringo. Yes. But he's he's inside the camp. Uh, can you tell me where? And I will pull out. I'll pull out a gold piece. And does he have a hat or something like a tip? Sure. Yeah, I'll say there might be a hat. I'll pull out a gold piece and toss it in his hat. He says, <coughs> Ringo should be outside of his wagon. It's usually in the central part of camp. Central part. Thank you very much. You're very welcome. Just blows another bellow of fire up into the air. Seems to have gotten this down a little bit. I would like to use uh, a thaumaturgy on that flame to make it even bigger. He burns a lot of... <laughs> yes, he catches fire and burns oh, no. a lot. No, I'm just no. kidding. No, he doesn't. We're not going to Uncle Owen or Aunt Beru him. Just a little. And then. As you walk through this camp, you can see that there's no, there's no hostility towards any of you. In fact, it's quite the opposite. Several of the mm. camp's inhabitants approach you with trinkets, uh, strings of brass beads, some of them pearl, and just looking at all of you and like maybe we'll say Renalia in particular. You're approached by a female blue tiefling and says, and she says, this necklace would look marvelous around your neck. Can I 
You take the necklace? Mm-hmm. No, I just want to inspect it. You want to look at it? it out, yeah. Right? So it's it's mostly like this kind of very light colored brass, probably a mixed brass. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then kind of in the central and then flanked maybe after two or three beads is other pieces of pearl with a central piece of pearl. Like, oh, thank you. I'm not into pearls. Do you have an amethyst? I don't, but I'm sure you can find it elsewhere in camp. Okay. I'm telling you, though, these these pearls, they'll bring out your eyes. No, thank you. Can I just... Are you sure? It's my last one. Yes. All right. Thanks. I'll be here if you change your mind. Okay, I'll find you. What's maybe. your passive perception? Damn, there no. it is. Fourteen. Okay. Fail. You don't know. <laughs> so I, was, I, I promise I was going to say, can I just ride with my hand on my coin purse? Sure. No, I was going to say, Nicholas, having been around I mean, performers most of his life, heavy. it's yeah, it's keeping track of all of his belongings, shall we say? So my coin purse is pretty dang heavy. Also, would I have <clears> felt we, it? Like I did, I never dismissed Mr. Cruffles. So I'm still riding on the back yeah. of a war. No, you are. So I'm it would still be. Riding my Wait, I'm riding on the Pegasus. No, I'm jumping down. I'm enjoying all of this. So she carried me while I was riding on a Pegasus? Yeah. What's his passive perception? What's his passive perception? <clears throat> What's the Pegasus' passive perception? <laughs> <laughs> my passive perception's 19. For the He's in front of me! <laughs> He's in front of you looking Just, that way. So. And the Pegasus is 16, so the Pegasus's passive perception is higher than yours. Would you like um, <laughs> no, okay, would no, you like no now to inspect the coin first? Well, huh? can I, can I Let's not get, too, I, let's not get too hung up get on this. Too. Yes. If there are people selling shit, I'm looking for a gold chain that would bear the weight of my holder Okay. Sure, you absolutely find a gold chain. There is one individual... Actual gold, not yeah. fool's gold. Necklace. There is an individual that is selling uh, what appears to be different trinkets that maybe he's collected over his journeys. <laughs> um, and he's he looks at you and he says, Well, this gold chain would certainly bear the weight of any holy symbol. I pull out my holy symbol of Morgat and say, Can you affix this to it? Uh, I don't do any jewelry work myself. I'm not much of a jeweler. And then he realizes by saying that that he's implying that he doesn't really have any right to be carrying these things, and then just kind of backpedals. And he says, but I'm sure there's someone in camp who can affix it to How you. much? For the gold chain? Yes. 25 gold pieces. I would oh, like to investigate it. Uh, I would like to pull out a gold piece and try to uh, see if I can discern whether or not it is real gold. Make a intelligence check. the cities in Europe. I know how they keep up a lot early. You want to buy a selfie stick? Structurally right for me. Oof. To think about your money when you go to buy something? Or when the next time you would put your hand on your coin purse? I mean, I like money, so... Yeah, keep in mind, not all of your gold is going to be in your coin purse. Because you got to have like 500 plus. So it's going to be in your pack, it's going to be elsewhere. <clears throat> oh yeah, conveniently all my gold is in my bag of holding, which would be very hard to steal yes. from. <laughs> so... You, you have some gold on your hip, on your coin pouch, but most of it is in your pack. They're not going to get all your gold. I don't have it. You don't have what? Never, nothing. I'm just saying, you wouldn't have 500 gold on your hip. In this giant No, I just put it in my purse. bag of colding. Okay. You, you, put, put, you put all of your gold in your bag of colding? you put your gold in with your steaks? Yeah! 
Yeah. The true definition all of our value so when we together. So which what? Like, do, do you do that with all your gold? Yeah, because okay. that way I don't have to worry about the weight of the Okay. Time. The true definition of cold hard cash. Yeah, so like, ha. is it gone? <laughs> you don't well, you, know. You wouldn't know yet. You have you you have no reason but to. I love my You're metagaming. My stakes. <laughs> so, the gold. It's the to answer your question, oh, 15, Robbie, sorry, 15. 15. Well, you notice that the whole bag was gone. That's going to require a roll. Maybe you don't. Oof. Oof. Um, this guy's definitely selling you a line of shit, but <laughs> it's gold. It's not the purest gold, mm. but it's gold. I'll say, I'll, uh, 25 gold is incredibly steep, and I believe that you know this. Uh, I am no stranger, and I'll flash the kind of rings on my hand, to gold or precious metals and their quality. However, I would be willing to pay you seven gold pieces. Mm. <clears throat> well, would I know if that's a fair? If that that would be a fair offer in like a jewelry shop in Zana? You wouldn't, because you're not a jeweler. No, but I'm okay. Okay, fair enough. You've probably been ripped off or got a really good I, price yeah, multiple times. Yeah, fair enough. Fair um, enough. I mean, I don't know about gold, but I'm sure I bought gold in the past. Yeah, fair enough. I don't want to metagame, but if if I'm hearing this conversation, I'm like, I'm proficient. How would I say this? I'm proficient with jeweler's tools. So, am I a jeweler? You're trained so jeweler. This is a very quick interaction. Yeah. He's trying to get in and get out. Gotcha. Yeah. So he looks at you and he says... Plus, you and I are leading the pack. If, he you're, says, if you're still riding sure, on the wheel. Sure. Ten gold. Eight or I walk. Mmm. Mmm. Very well, eight gold. Eight gold. Mm. I hand him eight gold. He Here's your chain. I would like to take it and immediately cast prestidigitation on it to clean it all up. Okay, gotcha. Right. Is it shiny at least? Is yeah, it, no, it's shiny. Does it look good? Yeah, it looks good. There oh, is cool. at least some gold in yeah. this necklace. Yes. Is there anywhere that has meat or amethyst? Are you looking for the camp or are you looking for Rango? Are you looking through the camp or are you looking for Rango? Because um, I think right now y'all are heading to, to the central part of camp to go talk to Rango. I, I was looking for fun things to do while, while we were. I was on the back of the Pegasus. We're on the way to Ringo, but I guess yeah. browsing. Like we're walking through the camp, you. right? So I have to. So Looking around, you don't see anybody that sells meat. Mm. I mean, everyone's selling trinkets, different things yeah. they've collected. But after a while, you do approach this central fire ring that's made of this like ornate, high polished steel, and this roaring fire in the center. <laughs> I'm doing my best. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I didn't expect that one to be so, like, recording worthy. He genuinely thought it was going to be quiet. Yeah. So, for our listening audience, Robbie has packed, almost sharded himself. <laughs> it was tamp- it sounded tampered with. I'll give you that. <laughs> I don't think it's pulling the Some quality recording content. <laughs> <laughs> mm, that's a fart joke, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Alright, so you approach this central fire ring and you can see several uh, tieflings, primarily, all gathered around it, sitting in what appears to be fairly luxurious camping chairs. One of them in particular stands out, though. A very robust and strong-looking blue tiefling. Probably middle-aged, fairly lean, but with a lot of muscle. 
And you can see that decorating his skin are numerous golden tattoos. I want to search and, or like investigate, see if he's got a uh, a silver band, like a, like he's a member of the Silver Circle. Well, his his wrists are exposed, yeah. so I'm gonna say you can do that without a check. He does not have any silver bands okay. on his wrist. Does he look unsatiable? Can or insatiable? He looks like a very virile tiefling. <laughs> For sure. And judging by the fact that he's surrounded by other beautiful tieflings, you might be able to get that. The guy fucks. <laughs> so, as all of you approach, I would imagine that you dismount. Mm-hmm. I've, I've been dismounted and walking. Yeah. Several of the tieflings that are in the area do you the kindness of, of grabbing the reins? Nope. I, nope. Just, I just no. Dis- I just dismiss. Okay. So um. you just dismiss. So you... Disappears. Yeah, it's just a mess. <laughs> poof. So they go to grab the reins to help you with your horses, and then they disappear. Yeah. <clears throat> and they kind of look a little surprised. Um, the tieflings that are all around you begin to immediately start like giving giving you offers of kindness. Can I can I take your pack for you, please? Oh, no, it's fine. I keep, right. I keep things in there that I would A young tiefling so boy approaches you, Meryl, and says, <laughs> Can I wash your boots? <laughs> no, it's fine. But here, take this. I'll give it silver. Wow! It just runs <laughs> off. <laughs> but, wow! But, Golly yeah. gee, mister. Golly gee, mister, you're the best. Um, eventually, you find yourself standing around this fire ring, and Ringo looking at you with these very interesting, kind of like this bluish-silver eyes. And these long, ornate horns with these golden clamps, like, very much embedded in the horns. He looks at all of you and he says, Please, take a seat. I sit. I sit. I sit. I sit. Ringo, I assume. Are you guys not saying? Well, before you say that, let me get through his little dialogue. <clears throat> yeah, there we go. Turn up the music just a little bit. As all of you sit, he says, Welcome, friends. Enjoy some wine and tell me of your travels. Our travels are on behalf of, I believe, a mutual friend. Uh, Safrax, the traveled. (laughs) I'm aware of him. But I'm asking specifically where you're coming from. Where you've been. On this particular journey, Faeroth. Faeroth. Well, that is a stoic bunch. (laughs) Bunch of assholes, (laughs) if I'm being blunt. Very, very cautious with their coin. And their slaves. <clears throat> yes, that is a rather barbaric practice. But Well, you are certainly a well-traveled bunch, but what brings you specifically to my camp? Pull out the letter. Okay. Uh, and I don't open it, but I keep it closed, and I show the uh, wax seal on the front. Mm-hmm. See? The tribes are gathering. 
The prides. Prides, sorry. The prides are gathering. <laughs> we are friends of Safrax. The merchant king, at least soon to be. And he has asked for our aid and yours. Kind of twirls his We are the strange ones. Right before he takes a sip, his ears kind of perk up a little bit. And he says, The strange ones. It would be us. Well, I've certainly heard of you. All good, I hope. <laughs> I can't say anything. <coughs> I can't say I've heard anything that I wouldn't do. Hmm. That is concerning in a way, but. <laughs> <laughs> well,. I have met Safrax on numerous occasions. He has proven to be a skilled merchant and a cunning warrior. But as I crave the th- as sorry, as much as I crave the thrill of battle and the spray of blood upon my skin, I prefer to leave some of my decisions to chance. I had expected that Safrax would call upon me. We've been in several ventures together of monetary nature and more savage natures. It's funny how often the two coincide. Yes. Well, what'll it be then? And then he begins to go into this spill. He says, so what shall it be? A test of luck and deception? Might and strength? And then he looks directly at you, Renalia, and says, because you're not really saying a whole lot, or desire and lust. All of which are nothing more than harmless games between new friends, of course. I could stand for a, a game of might. As could I, a game of luck. I could like I, the last one. <laughs> could I discern that any of this would be charisma-based when he speaks of lust or luck, specifically? Um, not really. Not any more than him saying it's a game of lust and desire. I'm going to keep my mind on my uh, blessing of the Lord Stone. Okay. And ask, would you care to go into a little more detail about these tests? No, I prefer to remain mysterious. Of course you do. You have the three options, and you're my guests. So... Please. Do we all have to participate in the same test? No, no, no. Certainly not. That's good. Are we doing only one? You can just break it up. He's telling you, he's asking you to pick one of the three challenges. Are more than one of us able to participate? (laughs) He said no. Well, (laughs) essentially, he's saying that in some instances, all of you will participate. In other instances, maybe only one of you will participate. You don't know. I'm gonna throw I think if we can this have out there. Might plus multiple people, I think we're good. 
I would agree that we can hold our own in the fight. You think there's not a strong man in this fucking carnival show? I think there's, there's two. You're looking at one of them. There's what? probably a gimmick yeah, to the light one, though. I think there's if two strong look, people here. Agreed. If we're looking at our party, though, this is maybe a little meta. Two strong people, one smart person, three charismatic fucks. Yeah, it's it's a party decision. Whatever you guys think, I, I, my so, vote is might. That's where my that's where my primary I'm strength is. I'm only charismatic in certain areas, but I like the desire and lust. I also have high charisma. By the desire way. and lust. Yeah, you're true. Oh yeah, I have. A so we have two for desire and lust, one, and two, two for three. might and strength. No, four um, out of the six are charisma. Based. Sorry, and well, you have deception also being high charisma, right? Charisma. Well, it's, charisma? I've never said Same charisma. Oh no, but you said like deception. Yes, deception and. Deception and luck, I think. Luck so. and deception. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't, I don't so, like okay. deception just, and luck at all. I don't so think that would need to be deception. Ah, one test. That's the one I want. Yeah, we're doing one test. He's leaving his decision up to chance. And that's well, at least that's what he's telling you. Plus nine. I think our safest bet is mine. Our safest bet is mine. Let's do this about as one. I'm a weak boy. Yeah, mine is not. Mine's a plus five. I can fight for both of us. We got two strong fucks. I want to just do a fun thing. I think it'd be fun just. Whatever you all want to do, I can give you advantage on it. (laughs) (laughs) We fight all the time. Whatever you decide. Must. I mean, that's fair. If you guys want to do something other than fight, I was going to say just just vote. Lust. Abstain. Lust. So we have two. Might. 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 Two. I want to do the luck one. And luck. But my second vote is for luck. Luck and deception. Okay, so luck, he said his second vote's for lust, though. Okay. So I'm a weak boy. Lust, like. lust, lust, might, might. Abstain. Abstain. Okay. You're gonna you're gonna have to be the vote. You're so gonna have to be the, the deciding vote. I'm just gonna make all of us fuck, though, because. <laughs> Why would you tie it up? <laughs> well, just keep abstaining. Okay, abstain. <laughs> all right, so it sounds like we're going with lust and desire, right? Okay. All right. Okay. I'm cool with it. For right now, at least. That's fine. So, you tell him this. What do you say? Well, we all could hold our own in a fight, and we have some more lucky than others. I believe our best chance lies with lust and desire. That's ironic. Suddenly, one of my favorites. And he (coughs) rises, and you can see as he begins to, like, unclasp his armor. Oh, boy. And uh, one of the... <laughs> hold on. All right. One of the one of the people that is close to him immediately begins to help. And as he is being... His armor is being taken off. He says, Very good. Then pick your two champions and have them follow me to my wagon. Oh. I'm not fucking him. <laughs> well, I'm not. <laughs> oh, you already know. <laughs> you already know who it is. This is your charisma. For what? Saving throw? What? Period. My Poor phrasing. <laughs> okay, three? hold on. If we're picking so two champions, what, the what, what are we going to be? Can we know? You really both have a 20 in charisma. I, you, he's told you correct. everything that he's going to tell you. I've got a 14 in Chris. Go ahead. Uh, me and Nicholas both have 20. Go ahead. Y'all go ahead. Go, go bang the sand. Hold up. If we're going statistically. If we're going statistically, have fun. Wait a minute. Uh, where is it? Where is it? He definitely seemed to favor you, though, when he said that. I mean, hell, Good. I want to go. <laughs> favor all he wants. This is what I get. I feel like I'm just like, ah, and he's like, mm, 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 mm. All right, I'll just pat Nicholas on the shoulder and say, um, 
I'm not gonna say gross. Go get him, bud. Go get him, tiger. Let it fly. <laughs> Good luck. That's it. Good luck. <laughs> and I, I bestow. Always e- wear protection. I bestow eagle <laughs> splendor. <laughs> Just me. Mm-hmm. Eagle splendor. Splendor. Advantage on critical checks. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So. The two of you walk to what can only be described as probably a two-story wagon. The shaggy wagon. It is huge. It is magnificent. It has golden, gilded, like, intricate decorations all over it. These vibrant colors of blue and purple and white. And Ringo stands politely by the door at the rear of his wagon. And the two of you join him? I'm going to do the same thing he did for me for Alistair. So you both have even a splendor. Yeah. So what does that mean? You get uh, advantage, advantage on charisma checks. checks. So, Sweet. as you both approach, he looks at the two of you and he says, Well, not what I was hoping for. <laughs> but, <clears throat> after you. I enter. Yep. The two of you enter. The door closes behind them. The rest of the party is waiting outside. Flash of genius. <laughs> <laughs> Nicholas and Alistair. Who else is it? Are all the attendants still in the tent we were in? You're not in a tent. Oh, we, we went outside though? You're no, standing around the fire ring. Okay. Yes. Alright. So, first thing I need you to do is make a roll for persuasion. With advantage. Yes. Is this to a stage who's top? Oh. Um, Which dice uh, Ringo's going to use? <laughs> Good luck, Ringo. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> I rolled. I'm going to use my stargazer on this one. It was an 18, but. Oh, shoot. I need to have his. Are you, you're wearing a gaze at his stars? I'm going to gaze at my own stars. Oh. Flexible, that one. <laughs> Not starfish. Wait, wait till you know Nicholas's one. It's fine. Was it a natural 20? No, but it was close. Far better. No, I saw. I gotta look up his stats real quick, sorry. It wasn't a 20, but it was close. (laughs) That wasn't a 20? It was an 18. Good God. (laughs) I still got two better. (laughs) This isn't even my final form. Sorry, for some reason it's taking a while to load. That happens. That's what she said. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He's just nervous. It happens to everyone. Oh my god, it is modifier. (laughs) Sack, you fiend. Okay. Son of a bitch. So, what was the total? Mine or? Nicholas. 31. Damn! <laughs> 24. Damn. 24. So here's what I need you to do. Mm-hmm. In all of these skill te- checks, I need you to add up the final results of all three. So right I, now you're I'll at 31. I'll be including, okay. Yes. I'll be calculator buddy for one of you. I, I can. I got mine. 24. Yeah. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. So we'll talk about how much time passes. <laughs> Before I need Nicholas and Alistair to make an athletics check. Oh, Jesus. oh no! <laughs> okay. Oh god. 
That's not as good. Oh. With advantage. No, it's not. It's not a charisma check. Oh, oh my god, it is modifier. <laughs> oh, I shouldn't have done that. He's probably going to make up his ground on that one. Yep. Yeah, he is. Think about baseball. Think about baseball. Think about baseball. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I'm going to. Okay. Is there any feasible way that I can toss a bardic inspiration to Alistair? <laughs> Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. That's a D ten. Slap him on the ass. <laughs> okay. Especially since this is adding, I feel like that's important. Yes. Your total? Twelve. Also twelve. All right. Even with the bonus inspiration. Yes. Oh. <laughs> oh. Athletics is a strength based skill. Sad for me. day. And finally, I need the two of you. To make a constitution saving throw. Remember your pluses. Uh, Remember your pluses. Are you within 10 feet? We're within like, it's within 30 feet, isn't it? No. No, it's within 10 feet. And I think you have to be able to see them. A con saving throw. A con saving throw. Oh, sorry. At 18th level, it increases to 30 feet. My bad. is just standing outside like, get them, boys. (laughs) Ooh. Motherfucker. (laughs) I swear. I'm gonna use my Lord Stone. Oh, you fuck! It was on a 19 and rolled over. Phrasing. I'm gonna give him another bardic inspiration. Thank you. Alrighty. It's not. It was on a 19, but he rolled over. I just wanna know what these bardic inspirations are. Oh. Yeesh. <laughs> you don't want to know. Yeah. <laughs> All right, go ahead so, and add it. Alistair, 16. Oh, 10. Oh, I need to add. Can I cutting words him? <laughs> <laughs> All right, and your totals? 52. 53. Ooh. <laughs> Not bad. Just cutting words. His total's like 100 and something. What is it? I can't see. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Well, we only have good modifiers for charisma. Yeah, I thought that was a lot. But if you combine both of them. I was about to say, is it tag team? Tag team. <laughs> it's the I mean, same hole. <laughs> They're a team. Oh, good DM or bad DM. Come on, good DM. We are a team. Come on, good DM. Yeah. I can't read. Wait a minute. Is Hold it a on. Good DM. No. Damn it. Oh. Nice. So. I can add, this is not really going to make a difference, but I can add half of my proficiency bonus to any check that doesn't already include it, including athletics. So that is another plus two to that. That's I mean, it doesn't good. make a difference, but... Okay. It's probably already included in your modifier. It's not. <laughs> well, no, you're right, because my strength's a minus one. You're right. Yeah. Darn it all. Settles. Damn it. Reroll. <laughs> After some time... The door to Ringo's wagon 
flies open, and you can see as Nicholas and Alistair walk out, not, um, because your knowledge of a loss in this case is kind of a, it's a fleeting concept, because that was certainly not a loss. Disheveled? Yeah. Disheveled, most definitely. (laughs) But, it was certainly not a loss. But Ringo was kind of running the show. Oh. So, can you you all rejoin you, each other around the fire. Are you all right? You can't eat your man. They just like won't meet each other's eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Ringo takes his seat yet again, and you can see that there is a tiefling who's already got him this fairly large glass of wine. You can see as he takes a big, healthy swig of it. And he's just <laughs> just shakes no. it around in his hand and he says, "Store those electrolytes." The fact that well, sitting down tells me you guys didn't do your jobs. <laughs> I'm standing. <laughs> Looks at all of you and he says, "Well, that was entertaining." Looks right at you and then looks at Nicholas. I would like to insight check him to see if he actually had fun. Sure. Sure did on that first round. Yeah. <laughs> Can I ask? What I came out of the gate strong. No, you can't. I'm not going to go into detail about that. That's for the fan artists. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> no, please, no. <laughs> fan artists out there, me and Nicholas are putting the work on him. <laughs> Could 14. we have a redo? <laughs> what was it? Fourteen. Fourteen. He doesn't seem to be lying. Okay. So, what all of you says? Oh. That was a lot of fun. I tell you what. I'll give you another shot. Oh, Jesus. But a game of my choice. Oh, no. Okay. okay. Agreed? Certainly. Did you also pick the players? <laughs> don't flex your muscles. Oh, sorry. No, I don't. Okay. So your game, but our choice of players. Yes. And he looks at the tiefling to his side and he says, Gwyneth, Fetch my twins. And you see as she departs, and after a couple of minutes, is there any dialogue here, or is it just kind no. of... No. <laughs> <laughs> a thousand yard stare. <laughs> I would, word. like, walk up to Alistair and just give him a butt slap, like, it's alright, man, you tried your best. <laughs> Nicholas is just, like, plucking at his mindless Solid slap. Very somber. Yeah. Oh, it's not that I didn't do well, it's just he did better. <laughs> Very fair to say. So, after a few minutes, you see, this, <laughs> you see this... You see this female tiefling return with some elongated object. Nope. nope. <laughs> I'll, leave. I'll leave. Wrapped in blue silk. And you can see as she places it, like, facing up like this by Ringo's side. He takes it, sets it in his lap, unwraps the leather cordage that's wrapping this whatever it is in blue silk, and sitting in his lap is this monstrously large great axe. (laughs) On the blade, on the double blade of the great axe, you can see that not engraved, but lifted up outside of the steel is the image of two twins, female, in 
what is essentially a tender embrace? And he says, might and strength it is. There's, um, I'll cast, um, Yeah. <laughs> Join <Select>, me. <laughs> select your champion. Whoa. Oh. What's your strength? 19. 21. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. What are you Don't doing? Don't fail us. I think it's better to cast haste in this situation because it sounds like combat. Do what? Actually, I have a potion of growth. Would that be cheating? Yeah, probably. That, yeah, that's, that's probably too blatant. <sighs> I pick up my own great axe, toss it over my shoulder. I see you have excellent choice in weapons. Oh, it is just one of many. <laughs> Nicholas like ducks down a little bit. <laughs> Feeling like real life shame over a fictional character. You win some, you lose some, buddy. Yeah, so whenever it looks like something's about to go down, then I'll cast haste. Raffinax, your token. This is a 1v1 fight? Yeah. I could probably more from one potion than eight. Yeah, he's already said too blatant. Ah. Because we were going to do potion of growth. Is that so fairly I, accurate as far as I'm going to spend another spell. Yes, it is. Okay. I'm going to give you Cat's Grace. Oh. I don't trust him. Okay. And so you get advantage on dexterity checks. I like that. Thank you very much. Because now we've seen that these are not always what they appear. Yeah. And I don't like it. What are the What are the um, benefits of haste? Uh, double your movement speed, plus two to your AC, and you also get one haste action, which can be a single melee attack, dash, or dodge. I think. Hold on. Uh, double movement. Hasted action is dodge, it's dash. Essentially, an extra action, but you can only use or it for a one single attack. melee strike, or any other action listed in the uh, actions in combat. Did you also um, say plus two? No, the hasted action can only be one melee attack. It can't be. And what was the third? It was du- double movement, hasted action. Plus What's the other one? Plus two to AC, right? Plus two to AC. All right. How do we go through a whole fuck session without one performance check? I know, right? So. Ringo, accompanied by, we'll say maybe two tieflings, walks Rathanax and the rest of the party into an adjacent field, right outside of Bravog. And it's at that point that Ringo turns and places his axe on the ground so that he's holding on to the pommel of it. And he says, Your champion? I step forward. Uh, axe head on the ground, both hands on the pommel. Goes, Very good. Well, he hefts the great axe into his hand. Again, a sturdy-looking tiefling. Certainly not as tall as you, but very sturdy. Looks at you and he says, Shall we begin? Certainly, and I take the ready. All right. Start to Roll initiative. Move music on the sleeve. I'm going to try and roll on... Um, D&D and Beyond. Okay. What was your initiative? Natural 20. 
Oh, good. What's the okay. modifier? <laughs> Plus zero. Oh. <laughs> he rolled a 13, so you go first. Are we All right. So, how far am I away? Not far. Let's put you right me, here, just for simplicity's sake. Let me go ahead and get straight up on him. Okay. 5, 10, 15. And I'm going to hit him. Okay. Any gypsies down for some better? They might be. So let's get to that after one round of combat. Yeah, let's see how a round goes. <laughs> Make any monetary commitments. 28 to hit. 28. Let's see. That doesn't hit. We're in trouble. <laughs> Not we. So yeah, that yeah. hits. Third level smite. Okay. Don't forget your extra V8. When does he do Hellish Rebuke? After the after the damage, right? Yep. Well, take damage as a reaction. Okay. okay, so that's my normal smite damage. Then we're going to do 2d8 for first level, 3D8 second level, forty-eight. Third. Uh, third level, plus this one. Three rolling ones and twos. You only have one D twelve in there, right? Yes. Okay. Calculator, buddy. Gotcha. Seven. Mm-hmm. Eight. Mm-hmm. Four. Mm-hmm. Five. Mm-hmm. Four. Mm-hmm. Four. Mm-hmm. Uh, one. My fire. Uh, already in there. Thirty-three. Thirty-three points of damage. What's your total hit points? One hundred and twenty-four. You got your 10 temporary, right? That is with the 10. It's 114 without the 10 temporary. Okay. That's weird. Okay. All right. Anything else on your turn? Oh, yeah, sorry. That's, that's my first attack. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Hold on. Hellish Rebuke. Oh, where does it give you the dice value? Um, uh, beside Hellish Rebuke, it should say uh, one reaction, 60 foot range. Dex, and then a number, and then however many d10 it is at his level. What I'm saying, where do you find Hellish Rebuke in your stat sheet? Spells. Okay, spells. So, and that's a, so that's a casting? Or racial traits. It's, it's, yes. it's a feature yeah, traits. Racial traits. I'm it sorry is. to slow it down, guys. It's in both, but uh, it's... Yeah. Can I ask a question? Oh, uh, one second. Let's see yeah, if on this. There it is. No, it's not. Oh, he can only do that once. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a reaction. It's a racial, okay. racial thing. I'll just have to look in the spells. 2d10 fire damage. Uh-huh. Oh, it has a dexterity saving throw. Make a dexterity saving throw. Oh, look at that. But you have advantage oh, on yeah. that. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Nice. I told you. <laughs> that sneaky bitch. Those are d12s. You guys are d20s. Oh, it is in spells. Okay. Dexterity? Mm-hmm. 17. Uh, 19. Uh, I don't know if you... No, my, my, my own. Your aura is already calculated in your saving throws. Yeah. Okay, then 17. Okay. So, can I ask my question real quick? Yes. Yes. So, I am sort of operating under the pretense that because I'm already playing my loot, Bardic inspiration would be appropriate, but cutting words would probably be unfair. Yes. Is that fair? Yeah, that's fair to say. Okay. I'd say Bardic Inspiration is fair, but the other one's not. 
Um, all right, so what was yours? It's a 17. 17, it is beats it, beats it? Correct. So it fails. Okay. Okay, well. Which means I take... You take... 28 points of fire damage. 2d10? 3d10. Okay. So that's I almost like <clears throat> it's a nine, nine, and a ten. You can actually come look at it for real. It's, no, I believe it, you. I mean, I'm saying you can come look at it. It's actually really impressive. Nine, nine, and ten. Good God! All right, so my turn. Yeah, you have two attacks. I have two attacks oh, with haste. No, no, two I have attacks. two attacks as a and paladin. Then, yes. Wow. And then a third attack. Yes, you have three attacks. attacks. I didn't even know paladins got a second attack. Go ahead. Um. 15. Flash Genius. You said it. You said it. You said it. That's a D10. I think we said it at the same time, but that goes yeah. in your favor. Okay. That's a D10? Yeah. Okay. And then an additional 5. Yeah, does Flash Genius also? Yeah, we, we all said it at the same cool. time. Okay, so that would be... So that's a that's a 13 right now. Plus, plus 5. Plus 18. 18. Mm-hmm. And then plus Bardic Inspiration... Do I re-roll ones and twos on this? No. Okay. <laughs> uh, then 20. A 20? Yeah. Cast shield. Damn. Uh, he can't use another reaction. Yeah, he's already used this one reaction. Oh, shoot! Thank you. That's a good point. No, it hits. All right. Smite again. <sighs> yeah, shield is a reaction. Mm-hmm. You're right. AC. That. 20 beat his AC. And then shield. Yeah. yeah. I'm also going to. Well, no, I'm not. Just third level smite. Got your extra in there? Yes, I do. Calculate, everybody. Gotcha. What you got? Five for mm-hmm. the modifier. Mm-hmm. Plus eight. Mm-hmm. Plus four. Mm-hmm. Three. Mm-hmm. Four. Mm-hmm. Six. Five. Thirty-five. Thirty-five points. Jesus! Rathanax is laying down the fucking shit. And then hasted action, I get another attack. Yeah. Uh-huh. A single. <laughs> Give me a, a short fight. Uh, 14 plus 9, 23, 23 to hit. Third level smite. Shit. Ooh, putting the beating the brakes off of this man. Ooh. Boy. Talk about throwing you, throwing that worm out there so you get some bite. Now, damn. Uh, third level smite, but mm-hmm. also at least somebody gets it. Gonna toss in. <laughs> I wasn't expecting this to be a tremendously long fight, but this is the first round. <laughs> Orcish fury, extra damage. Uh, is that only on crits? Uh, yeah. One of the either that one or relentless avenger. One of them lets me. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, that one's only on crits. My bad. Okay. So yeah, just a third level smite. Yeah, that's all. That's all. <laughs> Calculator, buddy. Gotcha. Five for the modifier. Mm-hmm. Plus five. Mm-hmm. Plus six. Mm-hmm. Plus seven. Mm-hmm. Plus four. Mm-hmm. Plus four. Mm-hmm. Plus eight. Mm-hmm. Nice. Thirty-nine. Ooh. Getting better each time, my yeah. boy. That's over hundred damage. Yeah, mm-hmm. three turns. God. In one turn. In yeah. one round. Now it's your turn. <laughs> yeah. Get All right. So you have struck Ringo numerous times, and the blows are effective. He's definitely taken aback. 
at how powerful you are. And you can see that there's not any fear in his eye because this is a duel. Yeah. But there's definitely a look of... Oh, shit. Oh, this is, this is oh, going to be good. <laughs> and respect. Good. Like, mad respect. Yeah. Okay. Alistair and Nicholas took his legs. I am also, heart. <laughs> I'm also respectful. We, we, we weakened him up. He's dehydrated. <laughs> okay. So, he's going to try to hit you. Okay. That is a 24 to hit. Because it beats it. What does that mean? I don't know what it means. It means it misses. Means it misses. Your AC's 24? Yes, sir. Haste. Haste. Plus two. Oh, with the, haste, yes. Haste. I mean, he tried to 27. Hit. Okay. <laughs> what Ooh, is this guy? Guys. 18 points of slashing damage. Was that a crit? No. Oh. Damn. Alright, final attack. It's a natural 19 for a 32 to hit. Is that a critical? No. Okay. 32 to hit? Mm -hmm. Hits. What is he? 17. (gasps) 17 points of slashing damage. All right. That was his final attack. He is going to action surge. All right. Uh, He is going to use arcane charge. He's a level 20-something. All right. You can teleport up to 30 feet to an unoccupied space you can see. But if we had that stat block, we'd be cheating. When you use your action search, either before or after the additional action. So, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. So, he teleports directly behind you. And you can see as he raises his hand to cast a spell. Now, wait a minute. Okay. No. We got. We no, got. It's, it's an action search, so he gets a new action. No, yeah. no, no, I know, but <coughs> no, no counterspell. No, no, no. That's not my point. I, I just feel like that goes against the spirit of what they're doing. <laughs> that's. Oh no, it's a duel. That's everything's fair game as far as what right. they have. All right. Yeah, because I mean, I can smite him. So. Yeah. I mean, yeah. smite's on the table. Multiple that's forms of strength. All right. Yes. I want to I need you to make a dexterity more. saving throw at disadvantage. I do. So, he so it's a straight roll. Definitely. No, don't interfere. Yes, because of Eldritch Strike, you have disadvantage. So it's a straight, so it's a straight roll. roll. Yeah. Because he has advantage for catch grips. Oh, God. <laughs> Natural one for a total of four. It's not a seven? No, it's not, it's not a seven. That's a one. All right. That's how we go to dice jail. Well, just like me and Nicholas, you take it all, buddy. <laughs> 75 inches. Cool. You take 30 points of lightning damage as a lightning bolt sails directly into your back. Alright. Okay. Fuck him up. So. I'm tired of his bullshit. Dang, no. The good news is he was on that side of me. So he cannot. And the good news is is that after he sends this lightning bolt and you turn to face him, your back seared, your armor singed, he looks at you and just drops his hand and just looks at you and he says you're still fucking standing I am <laughs> are you not entertained <laughs> you are and I yield <laughs> very well fought good sir walks across the field to you you looking tired yes he is looking battered so, I, <laughs> so this all happened I, in both six hands seconds. yeah, yeah. 
Very well done. Shakes your hand and he says, Well, hold on. Let me change my. I I drop haste and you're. Well, hold on now. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on. Now we go for round two. Something happens at the end of haste. Walks back to camp with a lot of you the whole time, like pretty much just putting his arm on your shoulder (laughs) a little higher up and just going back and forth about these strikes and things like that. Support. Sits down in his place. All of you take your seat. I would like to go. Where did you Where did you learn such martial arts? You're so you You're fantastic. I'd love to fight beside you in battle. That's a very good thing to say. Wink, wink. I'd like to go up to him and put a hand on both of them, like say congratulations, cast uh, Cure Wounds on both of them. Oh, thanks, buddy. That's nice. Okay. So, how much healing did he get? Because he was low. Mm-hmm. You mean he, he, gets, uh, he, he wasn't going to make it one more round? No, he wasn't going to make it one more round. He knew that. <laughs> he gets 25? Because these are all at 5th level. What would have happened if he would have just spelled well, and I got I got lay on hands too, so don't don't burn all your spell slots if you don't have to. You get twenty nine. Oh, thank you. Looks at you as you place your hand on him to cast healing word. Cure wounds. Cure, cure wounds. Sorry, and he kind of leans in just a little bit as he's just taking like a very very deep sip of this cup, and he just looks at you and he says, "I have a feeling that those hands will never surprise me." <laughs> Heyo. So, bring do something I'm sorry. Witty. <laughs> I'm sorry. I meant to say, I meant to say, he looks at you and he says, I have a feeling that those hands will never cease to amaze me. Okay. <laughs> That's a very different yeah, quite, yeah, uh, quite uh, I meant to say cease. You predictable bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Not if I'm as good as I like to pretend I am. So, sits down at this guy. fire. Several tieflings bring out several more logs to place on the fire to bring up this this kind of dying embers a little bit, and he says, Well, if Safrax has adventurers like this in his camp, I don't see defeat in the future. The Sapphire Gypsies will join him. We're happy to hear that. Yes. <laughs> Shall we depart in the morning? I, yeah, I imagine that'd be... That'd be Spectacular. Excellent. I'll notify my people and we'll be ready to travel upon daybreak. He needs a long rest. Perfect. Can we take a short rest as we're sitting around the... Sure. Cool. We'll do your people... Um, can you move relatively quickly when traveling? As quickly as any caravan. Okay. I'd like to ask him and just say... Do they allow you into the city here? Some of us. The giants are very cautious when it comes to non-giant walking around the city. I've been allowed in with a council of their chieftains. But certainly not everyone. I'm going to use some hit dice. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I can pretty much be a heel bot till the end of the... I mean, we're on a short rest anyway. Do I notice anything I'm missing that short rest? So, <laughs> let me look at your character real quick. Oh, the cup's gone. 
Bro, mm-hmm. I be so mad. We might have to burn down the camp. I don't. I was about to say. We just we just made a whole more, we just made a friend and now I'm about to burn this camp down. What would you be more mad about? The cup being gone or all your steaks being gone? They were in the no, same no, I bag. Understand, I understand that they won't be or they can't be, but for which, the record, honestly, the cup. you also might be able the to cup. Talk, the cup. You also might be able to talk him into talking to his people. Well, I'm yeah, yourself. I'm hoping that if we're if we're traveling with them, that yeah, yeah. So we're gonna spend all that time with people who like to pick our pockets. I need I need people to be thinking about what they're going to be doing during this evening, the night, and before daybreak because that's where we're going to end the session is on daybreak when y'all depart. Yeah. So Ravog's here, the caravan's here. Can we go? I know we'll you guys want to go into any more depth about our dream dreams. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So hmm. Renalia, at some point during this rest where you're just kind of like <clears throat> sitting around, maybe drinking some wine if you accept it from these tieflings. You go to place your hand on your belt where the pommel of your short sword should have been. Oh no. And you look and it's an empty sheath. Wait, on my belt? Mm-hmm. I have a belt of returning. <laughs> just, I'm just like, go. You just go. Like you bring it back in your mind and it reapparates in the sheath. There's a scream far off in the Some some Maybe poor gypsy like, like, this thing's fucking dope. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. So he'd already sold it. That'd be dope. You should do that. Um, so I'd, I'd like to summon Ozark and ask Ringo. Would he be looked down upon in your camp? No, certainly not. Perfect. I'd like to take out 20 gold pieces, put them in a small pouch, hand it to Ozark, and say, whatever you'd like to do, buddy. Awesome! <laughs> Just flies off. Um, and he says, we always welcome interesting creatures in our camp. You know, he's an imp <laughs> of the celestial nature. Really? Yes. He prefers gimps. Oh. <laughs> okay. No. Okay. I don't delve in the celestial much, but I also don't delve in the infernal or abyssal. What about Fae? Oh, I'm a huge fan of studying Fae lore. You think he'd know anything about the Sons of Salazar? He looks you dead in the face, and he says, Actually, I have a family member that spent quite a lot of time in the Faith Orum. Oh, interesting. Wow. Would their name happen to be Zoltanen? His ears perk up. Maybe. He also has a thing for twins. It's genetic. (laughs) (laughs) What did he say the relation was? I was wondering if anybody would pick up on that. Oh, yeah. Huh? What he said? He, he said he was a family member. He didn't say like cousin, mm-hmm. brother, or nothing. No. You know we are planning to, I believe, help Zoltan at some point in the future. Do you still have contact with him? I don't. After his departure, I can't associate with him. Hmm. Hmm. 
Can't or won't? Both. Mm. Does he harbor ill will towards you? No, certainly not. We're still blood. But you don't cross Marilith without bringing many powerful adversaries against you. So you still work with Marilith, then? Oh, I worship Marilith. But you don't delve into the Celestial? No. Is your worship more of a... And once again, I don't want to dig too deep here if you're not willing to speak of it. But is your worship more of a personal nature? Or is it more of a celestial deification? Venerating specific deity nature? No, she is a kind and generous deity for those who swear fealty to her. Do you know of what happened between her and Zoltana? Kind of looks around at all the tieflings around him, and he says, No, I don't. Insight. Insight? We're gone. I was about to say uh, Meryl also said it at the same time. I want sure. to say it, but I mean, I got well, okay. to see can, can I give something, like, can we do advantage? Is that possible? I mean, I, we're just kind of trying to read just, a person. That's up to y'all. I'll give him advantage. Well, hold on now, because I don't think I have much to insight. I have, no, I, have a zero, I have a zero to insight. Okay, I have plus five. So, sure. by all means, yeah. I'm trying to, I want to give you advantage. That wasn't very good. Uh, yeah, it was like 13. 13? He's, there's definitely more to the story, but he's not wanting to, based on that sideways glance at all the other tieflings around him, he's not wanting to go into detail about it right now. Fair Can we... I got a time, then. I don't know. I want to try, I mean, I want to dig into that, but I also understand his need for privacy. Is there any way that we can, like, wait until the... Is this a party? Are there festivities? Is it? No, not necessarily. No. I just want to wait for other people to go to bed so that we can have that conversation. <clears throat> You it's can, possible. but you you already know what happened between Marilith. I want to hear it from another person's perspective. Okay, mm. that's fair. That's mm-hmm. fair. Maybe pop up one, open one of our tents and you know, might, you might find that a little impressive. So, uh, well, are you are you well traveled? Oh, we have gone everywhere in Malcoria. There's not a stone that I have not uncovered. Have you seen these tall stone tower obelisks? obelisks. <laughs> have you seen them? The obelisks, yes, I have. What do you know of them? I know that they were created by a grand and powerful wizard who came to Malkari after suffering a defeat. Besides that, not much. Could you tell us where to find more? Certainly. I believe we've I believe we've found the Lord Stone, is it? The Lord Stone. Certainly. Do you have a map? We do. We <clears throat> Well, I would like to take out a paper map. I don't want to give away what he we He has got. a paper map. Yeah, I wanna And as well as the projected map, right? Okay, so I take out the paper map. Explain that. <laughs> um question. We learned in the Greenstone or in the, the greenhouse about uh, Ishmael. Correct? Yes. Uh, I'd like to ask him if he knows where Ishmael is. I've never heard of him. Ah. Insight? Yeah, that's the answer. Sure. 
three. Yeah, it's not gonna be his modifier. So you don't know. Uh, Meryl. He begins by saying, There is an obelisk in the Dune Sea that I recall. I don't remember the nature of it, but it is almost centralized in the, de- in the Dune Sea. Right about here. Points to the map. Where's that little pond? No. Or is that, is that a body of water? The green dot. It's green dot. Yeah. Why is there a green dot there? I don't know. <laughs> I think that actually might be from our previous campaign. Yeah, from our previous campaign. Weird. Neat. But it is very close. That would have been somewhere near Senko. Or, um... Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How do you spell his first name? Ringo. Just R-I-N-G-O. Yeah, mm-hmm. Ringo mm-hmm. like Star. Like Ringo mm-hmm. was his name, though. <laughs> 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 that, is that the only one he knows of? No. Okay. If you let him go on... Certainly. No. Sorry to interrupt. I'd like to interrupt him and stop him from talking. <laughs> he mentions the obelisk that is outside of Atzana, which you already know where it is. Mm-hmm. He mentions an obelisk north of the Cursed Forest. Hold up, hold up. In Dune Sea. Mm-hmm. Where else? One just north of the Cursed Forest at the bottom of the mountain range. Do we have a marker we can mark these with? Sure. That would be dope. Let's go with green. Mm-hmm. Yeah, seems appropriate. North of Cursed Forest and... Oh wait, we went with black. That's what we did. Well, yeah, for the main one. Oh, oh no! Oh shit! Oh. A thing has happened. Now come out of the wall. No. Okay. We didn't see you, Bashabar. Bashabar. <sighs> All right. And then we've got that one. That's three. And then he mentions one inside of Valro Forest. So we're close. Valro? Valro Forest. We're real close. And he says, I don't remember the nature of the stones, but those are the ones that I'm immediately familiar with. I'm sure there are more. I sort of got a Mike Ferox Forest system. He said he's not familiar with the nature. He doesn't know what they do. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, that's quite helpful. Well, little information <coughs> among friends and battle companions. <coughs> Do you know anything of the realm of dreams? Ooh, yes, thank you. I am familiar with the realm of dreams, yes. You see, I have been granted access to to communicate with others. And once there, I saw numerous eyes intruding that dream. His head turns to the A side. A second time, recently, without any action of my own or my friends, it would appear, we've talked about it, right? Mm-hmm. We've talk, mm-hmm. Three of us, after hearing from our deities, saw them again 
and also a large lidless emerald eye. Hmm. Takes another very stiff drink, and he says, It is not anything that I want to discuss. It's very uncouth to even mention his name. Imagine you're speaking to an infant friend or a child in regards to this. And I'll say, perhaps if an offering of a little more social lubrication is made, and I'll pull out a bottle of, um, what do I have? No, I'm a, a bottle of um, wine from Itzana, from the uh, Ironborn Longhouse. Okay. And I'll offer, and he accepts. Holds up his cup. Fill it to the brim. Make a persuasion check with advantage. Okay. I have one more topic on the this. Bardic Inspiration. Hang on one second. Uh, persuasion with a bardic inspiration. Thirty-one. Thirty-six. <clears throat> he looks at you and he says, So is 36 the new record? I believe. I believe so. It is. Because I think it was mine was, what, 30? 32. Yeah. It only took three people to do it. Well, I was going to say, mine was definitely just my (laughs) modifier. I'm going to say, I'm going to leave that, I'm going to leave that as a record un, un, unadded, unmolested, unaided. But I am going to add Robbie, what is it, 36? 36. 36. Yeah. So we got two records here, natural and unnatural. Unnatural. <laughs> Supernatural, one might say. Right. Looks at you and he says, or he looks at his tieflings and he says, Go check the horses. Make sure they're ready for our journey in the morning. Yes. I got a feeling I'm going to need to be pulling this up. Looks at all of you and now the camp is, there's still people around, but certainly not within earshot when he leans in and whispers, and he says, There are those of the Darthmoor that did not seek outright power. They did not seek colossal weapons or create servants of destruction. Some of them sought power in other ways. Power over people's dreams. The ability to look within and discern what was within someone's most vulnerable and conscious mind. This Darth Moore, I dare not speak his name. But, 
I can tell you this. That when the usurper led his conquest of slaughter and betrayal, he found members in his own camp who had sworn fealty secretly to this individual. Those even closest, those so close to the usurper, those he kept in his own camp, his council, were secret betrayers. People who would see him fall. Beings who would see him fall in his war against the other Darthmoor. He is cunning, he is beyond intelligent, he is persuasive, he is deceptive, but most of all, he is ruthless. He moves pieces. In that world or this, even here in Malkaria, his agents bend to his will and influence this war. <clears throat> that's all he says. Damn, that's good. That's fucking fantastic. I would not ask any more of you than that speak of him, but if one were to want to dive a little deeper, could you tell someone where to look? His name has been stricken from any mortal record. I know that even the Naibo fear whispering his name. To answer your question, no. I would imagine that there is little to none information on him. Would it be safe to assume that he is a threat? Oh. I'll, I'll address that. Okay, sorry. What makes you say that he influences this war? With his scope of power, His ability to bend the will of even the strongest individuals to his, I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that he's listening to this very conversation. And that tonight, when all of you close your eyes and find yourselves in your warm beds, he is there delving into the deepest recesses of your minds. There is no way that he is not involved in this war. Takes a big drink from his glass, and he says, but speaking too much on him could invoke his individual attention. I would not advise it any further. But what did you say before Meryl said that? I said, uh, 
Well, then I would not ask you to speak more. But if someone were to want to delve more, where might they look? Oh, I addressed that one. You said something after that. Yeah, you did. I don't remember what it was. <coughs> uh, the last thing I said was, where would somebody look to gain more information on yeah. You said something after that. You did. <coughs> I Because he said no, that he won't elaborate. He said there's little or no You said something, and then Meryl piped up, and you've been asking a string of questions, so I'll let him answer, but there was something else. That that was it. That was what okay. I said. I, I mean, if I'm wrong, I'll hear it on the recording. Yeah, no, I think you had another question. I think you just lost it. Very possible, but I, I do believe it was that I dare not ask you to elaborate more. But if somebody wanted to, where would they? Yeah, he told you he doesn't know. Okay. Um, does anybody else have anything? Go ahead. Is Did there a risk even in thinking in the name? I think so. I think thinking it's more dangerous than saying it aloud. Hmm. Rathanax wants to change the subject if there's nothing okay. else. <clears throat> Through our travels, we've learned of a group, a, a, an organization, one that might be dangerous. Uh, have you heard of the Sons of Salazar? Yes, I have. What can you tell us of them? I know that the Sons of Salazar have several hideaways. Safe houses, if you will. In all common cities. I wouldn't say that there's anywhere with an inn that doesn't have someone who will protect and conceal a member of the Sons of Salazar. But, I do believe that their primary meeting place is the city of Emming. Mm -hmm. Interesting. <coughs> Why do you ask this? How large is this organization? <clears throat> they don't retain anyone who isn't worth their while. I'd say no longer than, no larger than two or three hundred. Uh, we. Um, met someone claiming to be a member along our travels. He called himself Revis. Leans back. Takes a big drink and he says, Ah, Revis. You're familiar. I am. Familiar is a incorrect term. He tried to steal some of my people. So his death would not upset you? Certainly not. Well, if you happen to hear of where he's holed up, I will bring you his severed head. <laughs> I would much prefer to bring it to you. If we had information that could lead to his capture, would it be useful to you? Do you have do you have people looking for him? <clears throat> oh no, the people around you are my people. Ah, I don't keep anyone anywhere else. I tend to keep my nose out of Malcario or the Empire's business. 
I simply entertain that people. Very well. Well, when we do meet Rivas again, he'll fall by our blades. And we'll bring what remains of him to you. Or, if you're okay with it, I'll meet you in a dream and reenact the severing of his head. Nothing would please me more. Gross. Can I insight check all this to see, like, is he sure. is he lying to try and pull more information out of us? I would like to give him advantage if possible. Sure. Yes. Natural twenty. He seems to be telling you the truth. Cool. That's all I have. One quick question. Based on what you do know and how well you know him, what is it that you think that Zoltanen really wants in the long term of things? He takes a long pause. Takes a big drink of this glass, which is occasionally refilled by either Alistair, which I would hope he's still refilling it. Absolutely. Yeah. I also brought out the uh, crystal wine glass that I stole from Zoltanen. He looks you in the face, Meryl, and you can tell that there is a there's a twang of pain when he says this. A, a pain of of watching a close friend or a family member go through something that no one should have to go through. And he looks you in the face and he says He wants his moon and stars. He wants Daria. What happened in the throne room of Maraleth was nothing short of wrath. But that is our light, our lot in life, mortals. We are pawns. We are playthings to the gods. They give us roles and rules. And if we break them, we suffer. <coughs> pawns may we be, but... I mean no insult or disrespect when I say this, but the Naibo that I serve has yet to task me with nearly anything. I only wish that people who truly desire their own future to be in their hands take it instead of asking for it or considering it already forfeit to the Darth Maul or the Naibo or anyone else. I think Zoltanen would take some personal offense to that as well, obviously. 
what he said? No. Yeah. Just the idea that, you know, he still exists as some pawn to a god. He looks at you and he says, If your deity hasn't asked anything of you yet, it's not because she's omnipotent or kind. It's because she hasn't brought you across the board yet and put you in front of a more powerful piece only to fall. As much as I disagree with that, because she has put me here, she put me on the boat, I agree that you should have the ability to believe that. Well, the wine's gone to my head. I'll be retiring for the evening, and in the morning we will depart for the sands of the Dune Sea. Good night. Night. Rises. Walks over to his wagon. Opens the door. Walks in. And leaves the door open. <laughs> cool. I walk into my tent. <laughs> are you, you stomaturgy to shut it? <laughs> you can't. These, no, no. I asked rather next. If I go crazy doing this, will you put me to bed? Certainly. Thank you. Uh, I'll go over to my tent. Don't have a whole lot of time left. You want to do the um, contact other plane? Yeah, I'd say maybe the next you session. Want me to wait. Yeah, so that I can prepare for it. <clears throat> Anything else? I set up my tent, clean, clean and maintain my armor and my axe, and go to bed. With that, we'll bring it into the session. Next session, we'll pick up with what Robbie had and departing. I am going to give you guys a heads up. I will probably minutiae through a lot of the travel. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jake, I'll need the distance and the time that it's going to take for the next session so that Robbie can have it. Okay. But, for that next session, if there's anybody out there in listening land, we appreciate you. Bye. 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 Hello out there in listening land. For all your Funko Pop and authorized Warhammer needs, check out our December deals. Buy three, get one free on Funko Pops. Flat rate shipping on all orders. All new minis and new battle map dungeons available at Cody's Collectibles. That's Coco's. Come visit us at 1225 Snow Street, Suite 14 in Oxford, Alabama. Online shipping available at Coco's and More.com. That's C-O-C-O-S and More.com.